ladies and gentlemen. Thank so you. I feel like I should tell you guys before we start that there's severe tornado warnings, and if you hear a loud noise, uh, I will continue with the show, but it's very likely that I've been uh, decimated by a tornado. I'm seeing uh, directly from the national. It says National Weather Service Twin Cities, which doesn't make a lot of sense. That That's where I am. I'm in the yeah, twins. well, but that seems a bit of an oxymoron. How can it be national if it's also right. twin cities? But neither here nor there. Uh, it says winds up to 80 miles an hour. I didn't know that was physically possible. <coughs> well, I've been in some pretty doozies, but yeah, 80 seems a bit much. Also, 80 seems excessive. If there's ever one time... Dabber to interrupt the show. This might be a fair one because well, we hadn't if started. Did, if we did lose them in the middle of the show, people would yeah. want to know. Yeah. Plus, we, plus we hadn't started yet, so I wanted to. And by the way, I actually retract my statement because the section of the Twin Cities that that was in reference to was uh, the western suburbs, your Bloomingtons, your Edinas, your Minnetonkas of the world. I then scrolled up just a bit. You have your what I would call the eastern suburbs your cottage groves your white bear lakes your still waters of the world that's okay. 70 miles an hour okay and for people who don't know minnesota twin cities geography where we live which i won't say out loud i'll say this some of the surrounding cities egan Ember grove etc that's smack in between those two areas slightly to the south but pretty much right in between you'd have to drive through where we live to get from one to the other you have 80 miles an hour to one side, according to the National Weather Service. You have 70 mile an hour winds to the east, according to the National right. Weather Service. Quarter-sized hail possible in both. That oh, makes yeah. its way. I was in uh, it. Yep, that makes its way to our area as well. But we get the the main course, the piece de resistance, if you will, because here it doesn't say how fast the winds are going to be. It just says tornado. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, it's not. It, it's actually, you found a way to be in the the worst well and the cool thing is i am not seeking shelter and i'm on the the uh radio slash phone whatever the heck we're doing with you guys where would you even i'm not trying to be funny where would you seek such i first of all well i want because i'm a man and i can i can get this out not worried okay didn't really answer my question but that's fine what was the question i'm sorry if you were where were you to seek shelter i would just I don't, I mean, I, I don't think I would. I mean, I don't have anywhere to go, I guess is the moral of the The kitchen, path. maybe? Well, the bathtub, right? Well, they say get well, in the get, bathtub, yeah. Yeah, but you have to be away from... But then I would drown. Windows and glass, which... I would, I would drown then. I feel like our kitchen is probably where you'd want to be. Is the fact that it's connected to another house, is that helpful? You know, like, is that more to lift up in a tornado? Do you th- I, That has to work to your advantage, right? Right. Yeah. Interesting. Hang on. Uh, now i got to shut the window, and it'll be 600 degrees. Oh, yeah, it's raining inside the house now. I shut the window. Oh, here's the other problem. It's freaking hot out. You turn the air on already? Well, this, the, the thunderstorm well, should cool things off nicely. It's not. Let me answer that. Well, uh, after. It, it happens after. Yeah. Let me answer the question. I would turn the air on. Someone that I'm living with would not. So. Okay. I have another random and, question. And, to she's in, and she's the boss, so it's. Is, I'm she, just is she seeking shelter? No. She's out. She likes storms. She's li- li- literally staring out the window watching it. 
What's your next question? Uh, well, I realize this is going to be way better than any sports we can talk to because the the bottom has fallen out of all Minnesota sports, which we knew. But go ahead. I'm ready for your next random. That, it's a, a little strong. It's, yeah, not, no, not, it's not strong. Well, not the strong bottom's anymore. fallen out. It's a little strong. They're not great. I'm not saying that. No, it's, it's not, not particularly even good as go of late, your, but I wouldn't say the bottom's fallen out. Go with your random question. Um, is, is Sam with When Sam's coming to see you, isn't he? Next week, yeah. right? Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we're going to do some advanced scouting, I think. Uh, The the White Sox play the Yankees on on Friday. We're working on getting some some tickets. We're going to do some advanced scouting for the team that's catching up to us in the the division. I think that's right. I could have. I could have made up that. No, I didn't make up that they're catching us. I could have made up that it's the White Sox. Well, so for the first time ever, I'll probably be doing the show with Drew. Yeah, I know. Without Dad. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure that out because my microphone hasn't been working in a while. So, but we can always. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm not worried. Sam can show you how we do it when we're together. Yes, they are. They do play. They play Chicago. Or oh well, no, they play Chicago on Sunday night on ESPN. Tickets look cheap. Where we thought? How do we see them so expensive? ESPN's telling me they're they're as low as twelve dollars. Well, that's true. What? That's right. You know what? I would Sunday. I think if there was a storm, I'd probably go below deck. <laughs> she can't hear you, but that was funny. Is anyone clever enough to get that? I, yeah, I, she couldn't hear you. He said. If they're actually well, can you repeat it again so I don't I get it right? What did you say? I said, if I did have to seek shelter I, for this storm, I would probably just go below deck. He said, if I did have to seek shelter for this storm, I would probably just go below deck. <laughs> he laughed. Yes, I'm also I'm also searching for the uncomfortable um, um, Shark Tank episode too. <laughs> As he's looking for the Shark Tank episode. Anyways, um, that's enough inside jokes, probably. Although, I I know at least a few listeners will appreciate the below-deck joke. Okay. Um, Anyways, yeah, we'll do some scouting for our our twins just to let them know. That's fair. I I would say let them know how to beat them, but, I mean, it it may not matter. But we'll get to that shortly. But, yeah, Sam will be here Wednesday. Um, I don't, yeah. I mean, Sam probably has more comments about coming here than I do. I mean, I live here. Sam's never been there. I know. That's why I said No, I don't really know what to expect because I've never been there. So That's weird because one son is going to New York and one is leaving in about six hours. So, And one's staying. And one is staying. Yeah, that just about covers it. Oh, my God. I didn't. You guys oh, now might have I'm... to get like a small... A small apartment here. Okay, I, I'm not gonna. So Sam, you need. I you have when when this podcast is over. Uh, remind me to tell you something that happened at North St. Paul last night, yeah. which is which is ironic because something similar happened to me Saturday, involving Drew, and now it happened last night involving you in North St. Paul, and I had witnesses to it all. So was there a Yahtzee? No, but that guy says hi. Oh, okay, I'll remind you. Yeah, it's bizarre. The Saturday one might have been more bizarre, but uh, 
This one's pretty bizarre too. So Sam, Sam's coming to New York, Dad. I, I mean, I'm I assuming you're, it, you're you would I'm venture good. to say there's really only two things he needs he needs to do. One is in New York. Uh, you know, what? In New York? Yes, that's right. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, you want me to like yes, the two that he thinks. He I, needs well, to do? I, I there's two things that I would assume that. Yeah. Um. I think you would say he has to do. Okay. I would like you, if you were to say, Sam, there are two things you have to do while you're in New York City, what would they be? <sighs> well, it's almost like there's so many. Um, I suppose you're saying Statue of Liberty. Uh, no, I did not think you would tell Sam to go to the Statue I, of Liberty. I, well, I, okay. Oh, why? Well, it's not. I heard the Diet Coke there's great. Yeah, the Diet Coke there smells. Uh, you can't eat the Diet Coke. Drink the Diet well, Coke. Well, you can't. You can't eat Diet Coke. No, you can't. Well, you can if it's frozen, but that's besides. Uh, yeah, I think the Statue of Liberty is overrated, but that's just me. What would yeah, you have that's to, why I know you yeah. wouldn't say that. God, I don't, you know, Katz is deli. I don't, I, he's not really, uh, let's see. What Although we, that, well, to be fair, that was what, um, that was what our, our live studio audience thought you were going to say. She was saying that in my ear. Okay. Kat. I mean, I don't, I mean, I do think he should, he doesn't really like this stuff, but I don't know how you don't see a Broadway play. Is there one specific that you have in mind? Well, I'd go to Wicked, of course. But, <laughs> but um, okay, that was one. Well, the, the Yankees, I mean, the Yankees are an interest. I mean, I do think considering what a fan of baseball and sports he is, you got to go to Yankee Stadium. Well, yeah, we had already talked but about that. Like that wasn't the funny thing well, I was thinking. One was Wicked, to be fair. Oh, are you talking about going to um, Asian America Town and Barbary? <laughs> yes, that was the other one. Yeah, <laughs> that's not it quite like that, but. Well, I thought if I said Chinatown, then I'd be... That's uh, the name of the neighborhood. I thought I'd be chastised for that. I don't know what's right these days. Well, Chinatown's the name of the neighborhood. But yeah, no, I would have guessed. And I don't think you're a very serious person, so I don't know if you mean these things seriously. I would have assumed you would have told him. You have to go see Wicked, and you have to go to Chinatown and buy a fake bag. Yeah, one hundred percent. Which Sam, we ha- we don't have to do either of those. Oh, I know you should. Personally, bought a fake bag while in Chinatown, or belt, or anything. Well, he's Not- got to at least see the process. No, well, he's got to at least <laughs> see the people. I think. Yeah, really- uh, yeah. I mean, as soon as you get something out, something tells me between Sam and I will end up paying more than they. Yeah, I, I mean, if there was anything that was in my wheelhouse, it's show tunes and bartering in Asian America town because. <laughs> it I am phenomenal at it. It's 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 I take pride in it too. So yes, I think I'm no offense to you two, but I do think I'm better. Well, so maybe it. the attraction I have to see is Dad Barter well, that is, in oh, Chinatown. And that is a sight to see, I will yeah, say. It was impressive. I'm like, no, you don't get it. I I I I I'm done. No, 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 come back, come back. I said, No, no, no. I I'm I I could I said to the lady, I could care less. This is for my brother. He only has seventy five dollars to spend. I'm not spending four hundred, so don't worry about it. No big deal. I said it's not for me. I don't even care. No, no, no. What we, you pay three hundred? I go. I don't pay three hundred. I have seventy five dollars in my pocket that my brother gave me, and that's all I got. You're telling me it's more than that? Totally fair. I get it. Walk away. She comes back. Okay, two hundred. I go. I don't think you're understanding me. I have seventy five dollars in my pocket, and I paid seventy five dollars. That is. 100% accurate, and I would yeah. love to say it wasn't, but that is exactly... Me, and then she brought me the wrong bag. I go, no, 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 no. 
that's not the one. I want this one. And then she got mad at me. She goes, how about belts? And I go, fat people don't wear belts. I don't need a belt. And that was 100% part of the conversation, too. Well, to be fair, I'm not sure if he's listening, but I think you, you made that comment about your brother because you're buying the belt for your brother. Oh, no, I said I'm yeah. Well, I think she was trying to sell me one, too. She definitely was. She was trying to sell us whatever. Yeah. Um, I hope she wasn't fat. Uh, no, because no. that would have got awkward. Yeah. Oh, sirens on. That would have implied that she knew what Dad was, was saying. But she it is guys, Wednesday. Can you guys hear the siren? It is. Yeah, it's, Sam's right. It's Wednesday. Oh. Um. No, yeah. The other part of that that I think is being left out is there was a second bartering going on at the same time that didn't exactly didn't go as well. Quite as. No, I off. I if if again if the person that I live with would have just chillacked and waited for me to go over there, which I asked her to. I told her I would take care of that too. But that that's awesome. The sirens too. over the uh Oh no, it's it's this the microphone real. are not good. Yeah, no, we're in a real uh I mean sometimes when you hear used back in the old days, uh Jewish people when you hear sirens, it was for a whole different thing. But thankfully that's just a literally a tornado this time. Um like Diary of Anne Frank for those. The only know. other part of that story Speaking that I think Broadway. You, yeah. I don't think that's on Broadway anymore. Uh, the only other part of that story I feel like you're leaving out that's an important thing is we wanted to do it, and you guys were like, where do we go? I was like, I'm going to call us an Uber, and I'm going to drop it on a random corner. In yeah, China, that took that took and we'll be seconds. And we'll find somewhere. Was it, the door wasn't even open yet. That's exactly. Not only was the door even open, we weren't even getting out of the car yet. And oh. then we were so frazzled. We still We got out of the car before we were meant to. And then the lady followed us across the street because we just wanted right. Starbucks first. And that which was close. Which was closed and then we got into the negotiations and, and yeah. the rest is the rest is history. Next thing I, I knew I was, was like six miles away from my starting point. I don't even know how we ended up where we ended up, but um And then now the play thing, Sam's not really into it, but I I mean I think well Times Square slash Broadway, I mean it is an experience, but I guess he's not that's not really his deal, right, Sam? Uh, not really my deal, but I mean, I guess I should probably see one someday. Yeah, just to say I've done it, but I mean, we. It I mean, there's a few that are are what I would call the sort of classics, if you will. That yeah, it doesn't know, have to be wicked. I feel like we've seen The Lion King altogether, but so maybe not that one. But there's there's always Aladdin. The Lion King. Uh, the Lion King is good. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Are you looking yeah. at this thing of? Were the were the United supposed to play tonight? Probably, I think so. Yeah. The field's completely underwater. Well, I don't like think a... they are. I think it's clear they're not playing. Uh, the Lion King's a classic. Aladdin's a classic. Um, Beetlejuice is getting rave reviews, although oh. I'm not sure that'd be the one to go to. But the the other one that I think. Mean Girls. Uh, what? Mean Girls. Not not on not on right now. Oh, it stopped. Uh, no, oh, not on right now, Mean Girls. But is uh, the Book of Mormon, which is the one from the South Park guys? Oh, that one's pretty funny. Which I—that's uh, the other one when people come to visit. When uh, Connor came to visit, for those of you that know Connor, we went to Book of Mormon. He's a big South Park guy. I think uh, he laughed pretty hard. Um, but yeah, it's it's really just wicked or bust for you, isn't it, Dad? Well. No, I mean I've 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 seen other plays, so and uh, I just think Wicked is is uh, the play, which I know that I mean everyone has an opinion. Wicked is actually coming to the Twin Cities this like July or August. 
Are you going to go? I hope to. Do you think it'll be as good? No. I mean, it's Broadway. I, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's the national There's tour. something I will say about the Broadway experience, then we can get off our New York well, City. Well, the Gershwin but... Theater is, is legendary. Yeah. No, it is. It is. I, and there, there's something about the Broadway experience. You go to the restaurant in Times Square. You got to walk through Times Square to get to Broadway. The restaurant's always like, you know, some big Italian place or whatever. Like, it, it that the whole thing is almost as much of an experience as the... Uh, the actual uh i guess if you stuff. took sam to times square is times squares how many squares are there times square it's sort of, covers, of squares. yeah it sort of covers broadway it does it does and asia uh, asian america town would be yeah we i mean i'd get uh, i'd get we could get some food down there at one of those like bizarre places it's always an experience oh my too. God. just they just sit you with other people random people i don't think i'd eat there uh, there's a couple places that are are, I would I would say uh, approved. Um, but if you want a good pig's head, I mean, there's nothing better than the windows. No, it's, there. it's the duck, the Peking duck, the ones they just kind of hang. They oh, like those slice are, them. Those bolt. and the ducks are dark. Ugh. Yeah, they're dark. Well, it's dark meat. Yes, it is. I, I don't. Yeah. Sam's actually in the process of canceling his flight. Sam's barfing right now. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I I had another question I was going to ask at the beginning. I truly don't remember what it was i don't i don't remember i'd love to i don't remember i mean like, like i said sports is disastrous it's oh i remember i'm sorry oh. i remember because it just came up on my uh my twitter feed uh the the twins beat writers because they have nothing better to do because they cover the twins um have been doing this thing for the past like month or so where they like there's five of them and they do like a draft of certain categories i don't know if you've seen this on twitter um, and then they put it out to the fans to say which team won, and then it's one of the beat writers picked the best team or whatever. The one this week is a pretty broad set of categories, and I'm a, I'm a little appalled by by the selections. I have to be honest. The, the category is dips, sauces, and condiments. Okay, it covers a lot, but it's not all the same. So I don't. I, I, I agree, agree. But I agree. You know, it's it's a lot. I mean, but... condiments does not belong in that conversation. No, no. Uh, but I'm sure people try to pick things. There was then some discussion. But anyways, the first five picks are, with that in mind, are absolutely, besides one, what I believe to be just outrageous. Well, these are the same people who said Miguel Sano is having the best season of his career. So, I mean, let's... No, these are the actual beat writers. These aren't the stupid, dumb bloggers. This isn't our guy, Seth. This no, is, yes, Sam and I are. This gentlemen. is like the guys who write for the Athletic, and they're a bit more of a realist group of people, I would say. Okay. Um, so you're picking. What would be your first pick out of, out of those? I'll read you the first round picks in a second, but uh, one guy. I mean, I'm gonna up? I'm gonna read you one guy's team. Would you need one from each category? No, no, no. So what I'm is it again? Up. Dips, sauces, and condiments. Oh, California dip. What's California dip? Onion soup and, and uh, French and sour onion dip. dip. Yeah, but it's yeah, but it's French onion dip or also known as California dip. So French uh, onion dip is nowhere on this list. Was not picked. Well, but, six, it's a six on draft, so thirty to Sam, selections. To Sam's point, they're idiots. But okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, again, these guys aren't the real. So idiots. am I trying to guess what they're picking? No, I, I'm about to prove to you how dumb. I would say ketchup. Ketchup was a third round pick. That's outrageous. So the, it was somewhere between, I don't know the order they went, 11, 15, well, somewhere there. 
I mean, I French onion dip, which is incredible. I think a lot of people would agree with you on that. Nowhere on this list. Okay. What about like Chick Fil A sauce? Is that on there? Well, it's, uh, it's salsa. No, there's no Chick Fil A sauce. Is salsa considered dip? Salsa was a second round pick. I knew that, and that's just gross. That's what about not soy even, sauce? But it's soy not sauce? even soy sauce was a first round pick. Well, first of all, and that see that's there's the thing. The sauce does not belong. Well, soy sauce is sort of a condiment, but salsa is not should not be considered a condiment. It's part of a meal. So yeah. I and that's actually as I'm looking through this, the, there's like someone's got butter. How does butter factor into this? So yeah, all right, it's like so, a condiment on corn, maybe I don't know. It's very none of it makes any sense. And sour I was cream, sour cream must be there somewhere. Sour cream. Nowhere. Well, mustard Nowhere. must be a first-round pick. Uh, honey mustard was a fourth-round pick. What? Whole right. grain mustard was a sixth-round pick. Grey Poupon? Uh, no Dijon anywhere. Oh, my God. The, the first-round picks were, Sam yeah. was correct somehow, soy sauce. Yeah, uh, well. Guacamole, which I agree, I agree with. That's, I think, a first-round dip, okay. if that's your thing. But how can you compare... Soy sauce soy and guacamole. Yeah, I have that's no my idea. point. All right, go ahead. The five, the five first round picks were soy sauce, guac, ranch, queso, and sriracha. Okay, the uh, no, 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 and no to the last two. Absolutely not. What no. about like teriyaki or buffalo? How are those? Yeah, uh, teriyaki is a last round pick. Buffalo was a third round pick. Yeah, first that's of ridiculous. all, sriracha. Here's is what not I'll say: the big. second round picks, like, I, I, I yeah, I, I'm baffled. I mean, I just, I'm baffled by all of this someone's well, got chocolate sauce someone's got alfredo sauce well it that's gets... it, it it's too broad i mean it doesn't even make sense and these guys are all fat anyway so i get it and well, that's well, coming from i think there's fat. one that's not fat but he's let me just read you his team it's soy sauce chili oil q pie mayo wasabi oyster sauce and then what? something that i'm not even gonna attempt to pronounce okay so this mm-hmm. isn't like these are just these are just rant idiots. Thin. Yeah, these are what idiots like. This isn't what the most popular things are. This is just their version. Should we do a redraft? Yeah, like if they if they ran if they did a poll, these wouldn't be the answers. So no, so then they what they do is they put it out and they say, okay, here's pick the best one. So here's another one that they did. Another interesting one. This one this one is a bit better, I think. Best potato preparations. Well, I mean, sour cream. No, no, no. Like how you would cook. Oh, like French fries? Yes, that's right. Okay. Well, I mean, it's got to be you fries. Have to, they had to be make a specific type of... Uh, there's three different types of fries on here. Potato like, skins? Potato skins are were on here. They're a second round pick. You mean like waffle fries, crinkle fries, and And classic whatever. cut. Or, or like, or is it curly fries, regular fries, and sweet potato fries? Nobody had uh oh, curly fries on here as well. Curly, second round, waffle, third round, classic cut. What about the? What about tater tot? Uh, tater tots is the first round pick. Okay. Oh, okay. Your, your first round picks are tater tots, mashed, classic cut fry, chips, and baked. I mean, that's oh, normal. Potato, you yeah. can't really screw that oh, one. Oh, this up. one's totally no. normal. This I would have said totally baked. I would have said big. Second round, you got curly fry, hash brown, potato skins, au gratin, and gnocchi. Gnocchi, that's like, that's weird. Yeah, sneaky third round pick here by team one, the latka. 
Oh, wow. Well, I know who that was. Followed by the waffle fry, twice baked, potato salad, crinkle cut, and then it gets it gets more random from, from there on. They've been doing this all year. They started, I think they started with, I don't know what they did first. They did it in, uh, whatever it's called, spring training. They've done like fast food restaurants, sports movies. But this one, and, I, and I've been following along. This one was appalling today. And I just needed to share. Yeah, I mean, because it's not even, it doesn't even make, it's not normal. I mean, how can ketchup and mustard not be at one, I mean, in the top first round? That's a wonderful question. So I, we, I need to start the show. Quickly. I don't think you should. I think this is way more fascinating. I think we should do a show without sports. Cause we're no, gonna we be should a, do that, but I need to start we're gonna the show. Be I, I, I not only need to start the show because I need to go through my intro. I need to okay. include my yeah. intro asking you about the biggest. Oh, yeah. Uh, moment of probably your life, but more so than that, Connor's career. Um, so do you mind if I go through that quickly? Uh, no. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you are still tuned in, hopefully you have uh, built up a slight appetite with the condiment sauces. By the way, I'm yeah. starving. Yeah, I can't help you with that. Now I don't know I probably didn't. You should have told me that before we got into all that. I, I know. Now it's worse, and I haven't eaten, and I have nothing here to eat. And I'm starving. Continue. I know I'm getting fries from somewhere, but go ahead. Thanks to Drew. You're welcome. Oh, why? Because now they sound good. Yeah, now, now it's in my brain. Okay. Well, you can't leave the house. I, yeah, you know what? I'm a man. They actually know I'm not. I'm Willis. But, I, but uh, I would drive in this to get French fries if I had to. I think I do. Just order like DoorDash. Someone will. Sam, the other night, we the other night, um, the person I live with was craving White Castle. Yep. At like, I'd say about twelve ish. That's we early. Pull, okay. It, it was a little early. We pull in. That we're the last car to get. Like we are so far back, we're barely in the driveway. We called Drew, actually, which was about one-ish his time. And yeah, that was my that was a message to myself, to no offense to you guys, never text you after, like, 12 a.m. I, I knew I, he was up. I knew he was I was not prepped. I, I did not want to. That was a phone call I did not exactly need. And so Mom said, well, no just offense. call. So I call him. I know he's up. And Drew stood in line and talked to us for 40 minutes while we were in line at White Castle. I was literally laying in bed. It was it was one fifteen. I mean, it, it was one fifteen when they called. It was midnight by the time or two a.m. by the time I, I yeah forty five minutes. We were in line at White Castle. I just they just thought they'd talk to me. Point I being, I if I can do that, and I've gone at three in the morning as as you know before, I will go on a tornado. And there's there's tornadic, uh, tornadic. activity. There's tornadic activity as I look out the window right now, and I would get in in a second to get some rice. Um, so anyways, people know how, how you can listen. You know how to tell people to listen. Just show them where you're at. Yeah. Tell them what to do. That's fine. I wonder Uh, what point during this conversation people would have turned, tuned out. I'll ask. I got enough people to listen. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll check them out. Although I do know our, our Philly correspondent was listening last week or to last week's show because he did say thank you for the the birthday shout out. And he actually is pro- not that any of us were anti, but he's pro the the twins we were talking about. He thinks they deserve everything that they're earning. Um, he's, his quote was, 
he loves seeing them get their flowers on the show. So he was happy. About Are you that. talking about the twins that moved to Miami? Yes, that's right. He's he's in there. <laughs> the Miami corner. twins. Okay. Yeah, he's in their corner. I mean, you. He just had a big birthday this weekend. You were at. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. He said thank. That's how why he texted me. He said thank yeah. You. The birthday shout out. Right. It was a wonderful birthday. Uh, Philadelphia treated me well. We talked uh, to you the night before that, actually. You did. You did. You did. No, Philadelphia treated me nicely. Uh, thankfully, I was there while none of the teams were playing. That was a, that made it a bit more peaceful. Right. Uh, neither ours nor theirs, which made it even more peaceful. Correct. Uh, although it was the day of the Kentucky Derby, which we should actually talk about that when I get there in a second. But before we get there, like I said, you guys know how to listen to us. Uh, what I want to make sure we tell you is that we are live every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Central on WFNU 94.1 FM Frogtown Community Radio. We are also streaming on their website, WFNU.org, and you can catch us on their brand new app. Uh, just search WFNU in your app store. We also conclude your night. We're on at 1 a.m. Central time every Saturday morning. Again, that's 94.1 FM WFNU Frogtown Community Radio in the greater Minneapolis-St. Paul area. But I, I, I'm not going to bury the lead here. Uh, we had, not perhaps, we had the largest interview. What I would say is the largest interview. You may disagree, Dad, because of your feelings about him. But in the history of Connor's Corner, who is really the cornerstone of that network, I, I know you, you don't want to, you want to entice people a little bit, but can you give people a little bit of a teaser and what happened and, and how it went and what that interview was? Well, as you know, Connor did interview Kurt Cousins, and we played it. Um, it was it was actually, I think, of all the celebrity interviews he's done, and he's done a bunch, it was probably the best one. Well, I mean, no matter what you say about him as a quarterback, he's always been a good interview. Yeah, no, super nice, yeah. and he uh, he had a lot of cool things to say. They, are, they did make plans, or they are in the press of making plans to meet up in person, which should be interesting. Uh, oh, Connor wasn't in the van with him? No, Connor. Connor was uh, at home on Skype. It did. Uh, he did make him wait a little bit, but uh, he Connor was at home, and uh, Katie was at her home. And then the only part of the interview where, and I think this is really worth hearing. At the end of it, they must have said goodbye to each other about thirteen to seventeen times, and then Connor kept asking him questions, which is hilarious. And there was no exit plan. Clearly, without me there, there was no exit plan. So there was a lot of awkward silence, like both thinking, how do I end this? Because they both probably were tired of each other by the end of it. Uh, but it was a great interview, and he answered a lot of really good questions. Connor did ask him about the draft and the coach and the new GM and uh, his teammates. And uh, we did talk to him about, I don't know if you, I said this last time, but I don't know if you guys know that he was part of the Glee Club in high school. And I did, for, not, I did uh, not know that, but okay. that's not shocking. Actually, no, I did know that. Well, it was on out. Twitter for a while. And if you go on YouTube, yeah. everybody out there, you will absolutely uh, be able to see him singing on the Glee Club. How was he? Uh, it, actually, not so bad. But um, so Connor, they, or Katie actually asked him about that, and, and uh He's a big Nicolas Cage That's fan. You guys keep Katie around. She just asks the hard hitting questions. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a great, uh, it was a great interview. So I highly recommend it. 
So with that, I, let's cut to it. I, I'm actually not going to get to the Wild and the Twins yet because I do. I, I I actually had forgot it happened until I was going through my day in Philadelphia uh, in my head. But we probably have to talk about the Kentucky Derby and the victory of Rich Strike and just the insanity that was the fact that that horse, I don't know, I'm assuming it's a he, but, you know, you can't assume in these days. You just uh, have to look. What? Uh, yeah, you just, you just have, have to look. look. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> 80 to 1, I saw him even 81 to 1 at, at one point. $162 uh, on a $2 bet. That's well, good math. I don't know yeah. if they do live bets in horse racing, though, but it probably would have been 1,000 to 1 in the middle yeah, of the race. when he was in, like, 14th place. He wasn't even in the race like a day, like a, the morning of, I think. It was and he, he he's had only ever won one race in his whole career. I don't know how long his career is, but he'd only won one race uh, in his whole career. And he closed at 80 or 81 to 1 odds. And Rich Strike, I think they said it's the longest long, the longest long shot. Is that is that how you say that? The, the longest long shot? shot, the biggest long shot. Yeah, I guess is what you would say to win in something like I don't know, like I legitimately I think over a hundred years. I think they said like nineteen twelve or something, um, something crazy along those lines. But um, Sam, you're a local betting expert, and you just referenced the live odds. I mean, I, I can say from personal experience when the Kentucky Derby and the Kentucky Derby was on at this bar we're in very rowdy very excited people cheering for their horses go seven go 12 go whatever by the way dad he was 21 you probably should have bet on him I didn't uh, even, yeah I wasn't aware but I right. actually didn't even realize what's happening until the morning of I'm gonna be honest not a big horse racing guy but uh everybody's cheering for their horse this horse comes out of nowhere he wins there is not a single human being in this completely crowded bar that cheered because no one had any idea who this horse was no one had to spend right. a single dollar on this horse because to be honest why would you uh sam I, you're you're the best betting expert we have i mean is there any you have any you do you know anybody who bet on them anyone who thought about it pretended like they thought about it uh no one i knew bet on him and honestly myself i didn't even know what was going on like you said until i saw someone dressed up like a fool on Instagram like an hour before the race. So, yeah, I didn't make any bets, but I did not see anyone that I knew bet on him. And I would be a little sussed out because I think there was an injection or something in that horse mid-race. So I, I little, how long till it comes out, the horse on steroids or something fishy happened? Because that that's, just does not happen. The only I thing I will that. say, and I know, I know absolutely nothing, about I, I know nothing about horse racing on every single level, but I especially know nothing about horse racing in the sense of like how it actually how you go about winning a horse race other than like your horse is just faster. But there's a moment in especially the overhead view where the horse slash jockey pairing to their credit, make a nice move and kind of swing between two horses. But they're still in like eighth place at that point. But there's they're on the inside and there's just not any horse within like five feet of them on either side and no one in front of them. He's just got completely clear track, completely clear dirt, I guess you would say. Well, the other two horses that were in front are like literally 
up against each other and like bumping into each other. And he just like took off. So there has to be something about like he just found open space and and went. Mm-hmm. But I, I know nothing about how you do that or or anything like that. Yeah. And since you you're at a bar, so you probably didn't hear the announcer though. The announcer never said the horse's name or the jockey's name or anything until the horse won. It was such a poor piece of announcing, or at least the one that I heard. He literally kept saying the guy in first is like battling, the guys in second and third are battling with him, and all of a sudden he goes, and uh, crowd strike wins. It's like, where did the, you didn't even say the horse was coming? I, I must, I did hear one, but better. it must have been someone different or or a uh, or a uh, words. Uh, like a radio announcement, maybe because he start. I mean, he didn't for a while, but as he started to catch up, he said something. Yeah, I think it could have been the radio because I didn't recognize the voice, which I I feel like they have the same guy do the horse stuff on TV all the time. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, to be fair, I know again, know nothing about horse racing. Well, it, it, no, it, honestly, it's, it's, it's actually it's one of the greatest comebacks in like recent sports history if you call it a sport because that you we, we never see that with horse racing they said it's the pass, greatest upset ever yeah to 19 pass. i finally found it 1913 a horse named donna rail won at 91 to one odds that's the longest shot to win yeah. the race. i mean he's 80 to one longest shot like biggest long shot there is and they passes 13 horses in like the final turn <laughs> like that's insane I also, he started completely all the way on the outside, which is like, it's a wild thing to see him just come like swinging in. And then, like you said, he's mixed up in the middle and out of nowhere. I, it's, it's, it really is kind of in, insane. They also, I think they also said it was the largest margin of victory or the smallest margin of victory, excuse me, in like 10 years as well. Like normally you win by, you know, it feels like for the last handful of years when I have watched it, one horse has kind of ran away with it, to be fair. Um, but they said it was like the shortest, the least amount of lengths or whatever a horse has won by in, in quite some time, too. Which, well, the whole thing is wild. For those of you that um, have ever been to the track with me, there is a very, very, very good chance I would have bet on that horse. <laughs> so that would have been interesting. Well, I'm sure. Like I, I'm sure bookmakers made a lot of money on that. Like people think, oh, he probably bookmakers probably got killed because eighty to one, but literally no one was betting on him. So yeah, I'm sure bookmakers are very happy. Yeah, yeah, I have to imagine they they profited quite nicely. Yeah, I mean, like you touched on, usually the the favorite or at least the second favorite usually wins. But I mean, I guess the favorite this year was suspended for what three years or something or PEDs. So yeah, yeah. I just the fact that they have horses like taking steroids is just absolutely hilarious to me i know that is that is unreal i mean honest to god um can't, so no, i, they I won't, have they won't make it into the hall of fame either no no not for doping um i do have one thing i want to bring up before we get to the inevitable conversation when's the show over i feel like we're almost done uh we got 15 minutes more or less oh, okay um before we get to the inevitable twins and, and wild brief brief conversation, which we obviously, unfortunately, uh, have to do, uh-huh. I have two brief things I, I want to bring up. Yeah. One, have you seen? Uh, and not that we didn't weren't ever didn't ever think this was going to happen, um, but it just kind of 
at least slightly comforting to see it happening. Have you seen Jose Barrios's stats this year? I'll be honest, I have not. In uh, in seven games started, he's he's two and two, which is fine. Yeah, uh, about right. His ERA, mm-hmm. 5.82. Yeah, he sucks. Thank you. His ERA as a twin was never over four, and it is 5.82 for the Blue Jays. With the rare exception of a big poppy, you suck, you suck. Yeah. No, and I think, like I said, I, I think he knew he wasn't him. very good. I, don't, I didn't yeah. think he was this bad. Well, and, and Nelson Cruz is also awful, and Joe Ryan is who might be the rookie of the year as of now. So that's I, I, also. I have, I have, well, we'll get to the Twins more, but yeah, those two trades specifically look to be working in our favor, which I think if we went back and listened to the episodes, the Twins were so bad last year, we barely talked about them. But I think, or maybe one was two. Stay years tuned. Ago, yeah, it might happen again. But either way, I do think it's hard. I do think we had the, both, all three of us at the time were like, yeah, you know what? It was time. And we, think we got something good back ryan looks to be legit the other two guys from toronto still in the minors young but could be legit so um anyways the second thing and i i swear to god i'm not just saying this because they they beat us but has memphis found a way to turn themselves into the least likable team in the nba yeah because uh that alleged injury he got from the guy pulling his knee, they had a video of it happening, him tweaking his knee a few weeks ago. And well, so, and it's so a, that was a fake injury. And it's a it's a bone bruise, not like yeah. you can't like it, who is he, the Incredible right. Hulk? Like I don't understand these bruising. guys. I, these guys are out for weeks with a bone bruise. That a bone bruise means that it's a bruise. It can't get worse. It can't be that sort. Just freaking get out there. Yeah, I mean, when uh, when I was a, I think I was a junior in high school. Our trainer diagnosed me with a bone bruise, and I didn't miss the game. I'm pretty sure it's probably more serious because I couldn't walk for three months. But it, they said it was a bone bruise, and I still didn't miss the game. Hey, the magic of K tape. Yeah, I mean Advil, K tape, and compression. Well, I should send John Morant my recipe because I didn't miss a single game, and I wasn't getting paid to do it. So. Yeah, and by I, the way, on a side note, Sam. Uh, the baseball team thanks you because uh, because of my uh, having to regrip your bats twice a week. I'm cranking out bats three a day right now at, a, at quite a clip, and I'm really getting good at it. With the uh, lizard skin? Yep. I said I only work with lizard skin. They all laughed, and I, I'm doing one a day pretty much. So they <laughs> thank you. They think. Anyways, I, I just cannot believe that the heel turn that the Memphis Grizzlies have had. And, and all they do is talk crap. And no, like for forever, no one ever said anything bad about them. They just kept talking crap. As and they almost won them. again without him. What? Why are they better yeah, without? Win- and by the way, they're winning right now by ten. Well, how him. are they? Why are they better without him? I, why wouldn't you trade that guy? Yeah, I. It's hard to look at and say like they had a better record during the regular season without him. I mean, that's a fact. Oh, Nineteen and two. Yeah. Um. Well, and and they. But to your the, point, though, like if he's a superstar stud, he says he is, and for a guy that talks a lot of, you know what, know. like get on the court. Well, and the, the dude does not stop tweeting, quote tweeting about all this stuff and about his dad. And it's like, dude, get out! Like he should be banned from Twitter. I mean, I'm gonna call him Musk, but it's like, if you're gonna be a superstar, you can't be tweeting all this stuff and then put up goose eggs in in the Timberwolves series and like continue tweeting and then. But the biggest turn too is Desmond Bain forgot how to shoot a basketball, which well, makes me the most. Well, he's apparently fighting. 
he's apparently fighting through a back a back injury, which I, I think he means so much to them. I mean, he's a key part of to help them space the offense. So he's kind of, I mean, he's like, he's just, that's what he does. And and when you don't have job, the space doesn't quite matter as much. But if he actually is, if he's actually hurt, first off, he's playing hurt. Good for him. But that is obviously a big loss. And I'm sure get- 90% of the people in the playoffs right now are playing hurt. I mean, yeah, they've been playing not, basketball yeah. for so long, this for consecutively. I'm sure they're all have a little injury. So I, I, I totally don't care. agree with you. But apparently not the not the superstar, you know, team leader that is constantly on Twitter. It's funny you say that because I actually had a friend that during the Timberwolves series, and it was during one of the games we inevitably blew the lead, which was most of them except that for that was one. every so, game. Yeah, it was almost all. It was three out of the four losses. That? So I don't know which one. That's why I said I don't know. But he was like, can I say something? And he was like, it may come off kind of boomery. And I was, we were like, yeah, whatever. He goes, the Memphis Grizzlies are too online. Like, they need to get off the internet while they're playing. Well, and I was like, that's funny, because I've kind of thought that, but didn't think to say it. But they are constantly tweeting. Did, did you, which, like, did, who cares? But, like, it's a little strange. In the Timberwolves series, John Moran had more, field, or had more tweets than field goals made. Yeah. The guy is nonstop tweeting about, like, God knows what. And people are like, we weren't, we weren't actually saying anything bad about you to the point – you were the rookie of the year, and then we still gave you the most improved player award. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Make any sense? Like everybody loved him, and now everybody kind of hates him. And by and on top of that, the coach is just a a piece of work. He's still complaining about refereeing. Yeah, last game he complained game. about the referees. And yeah, I, mean, I don't really understand that guy. If you look at the fray. Last game, at the end of last game, he complained about the referees. In the first quarter, Memphis has eight free throws. The Warriors have zero. Like, what is well, – if we complain about the referees, we'll get shunned and fined. And, and, they'll call, and then they'll call everything on us next game because they're mad at us. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, it's sort of been proven that that's not how the guy got hurt. There is absolutely zero chance that the guy tried to intentionally rip his knee off. He barely touched him, and – the guys can't play. So you're right. They need to just shut up. He, his coach is out there accusing Jordan Poole of hurting him. He's accusing, he's got, of God knows what. He's like, every time there's a crucial play, he's like, yeah, that was probably a foul there. And here's the problem. He's actually a pretty good coach. And he's just losing every ounce of credibility that he has because he comes up. And in every single press conference in a game that they lose, he's got something to say about it. I know. I don't, I don't get team. it. I don't and can I say one it. last thing about the Grizzlies that makes him incredibly unlikable? Yeah. There's not a single guy on that team besides Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain aside. With a jump shot that looks even remotely okay. And yet they somehow make all of them. J- Triple J's jump shot, yeah. completely broken. Dylan Brooks has the worst-looking jump shot I have ever seen from an NBA basketball player. And he's followed closely by Jaron Jackson Jr. But Jaron Jackson Jr. just got a little hitch. The Brooks, like, it, it goes off the screen. It goes so high. Uh, Desmond Baines is nice. Brandon Clark, I, the ball is, like, at his eye level the whole time. Like, it just never has any arc. And then don't get me started on Kyle Anderson, who I just don't understand how he ever gets a shot off at the speed at which he shoots it. They are 50. They're shooting... 58% from three in this game, and they have a group of the worst-looking jump shots I have ever seen at the NBA level. It makes no sense. That's yeah, my you best. know, yeah. I, I, speaking of, the, I mean, 
I don't know. Are you familiar with the Daily Wolves Twitter account? No. No. I they, tw- they tweeted, they just tweeted out eight hours ago. The Wolves need to announce Sashin Gupta as the next official president of basketball operations. Why? I mean, honest to God, what did, did he do something that I'm not aware of? <laughs> I, I, not, I, I like the guy. I, think he's I don't probably, know. He might be a nice guy. I, he might, I and he might be good at his job, but like, Willie, to no, your point. Based on what you think that. He's done no, but that, that's that's why I said he might be. I have I have. Well, how would we know? He's been here a year. He's done nothing. Right. That was my point. Like, what oh, what makes yeah. you feel oh, so strongly about him positively? Like, he's done nothing. He didn't do anything wrong. That's, he didn't oh, do yeah. anything right. Yeah. No, I don't think of him. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even think of him negatively. The guy yeah. has done absolutely nothing. I have zero stance on him. And then on a side note, when we're talking about the weather, and then we'll move on because today I had someone tell me that. We really have to be careful because of the thunder. And I said, you know what? Never, no one's ever been struck by thunder before. And the guy looked at me like, oh. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> thunder? I go, no one's ever been struck by thunder before. The guy I was standing with thought that was really clever. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not. You're yeah. not. I mean, what? You got a point. Now we're worried about thunder. Oh, can I tell you something else that happened today? So we're down at the baseball field. There's a track meet going on, which is always a cluster. And I'm not kidding. We heard the loudest noise you've ever heard in your entire life. It was clearly a car. There was a scream. And the only question is what they hit or multiple people they hit. We could see everyone. And you could hear the airbags pop. Now, we can't see anything. There happened to be a cop three feet away. So the siren comes on immediately. And everyone at the track meet goes running to the spot. Probably got so there pretty they, quick too if it was a track meet. Yeah, and well, not all of them. That's I was going to talk to some of them about them. There's well, really not the shop, but the yeah, shop well, the thrillers were last. I'm assuming, I, depending on where the accident was, it might have been right in front of the shop. It was right, right in front of the uh, pole I vault pit. Far to go. Right in, right by the pole vault pit. Yeah. So then the the is a bunch of people from baseball went down and they took a bunch of pictures. So what happened was, and I've thought about this a million times, ladies driving. She gets distracted by the track meet and is looking, watching the pole vaulters probably, yep. runs into a parked, runs into a parked van, yep. absolutely demolishes the van. The airbags in her car go off and she's laying and she's upside down. The pictures were crazy. And apparently she really didn't get hurt, but which probably wasn't going very fast. Bit of the distraction. No, but it was a crazy noise. It, oh my god. I know. That pretty, is That was pretty It's not it's funny if she's okay, but yeah, I it, it is one of those things like how often do you just catch yourself kind of looking at something when you're driving and you're like, "Oh, I probably shouldn't be doing that." Well, and then this you two would appreciate this. So, uh twice the team we were playing brought in an extra infielder from the outfielder from the outfield. Twice? Twice. Yeah, well, Does that mean it worked once. Uh, worked both times. The uh, outfielder in question was a center fielder who happened to be a lefty. I'm like, you brought a lefty in to be the middle infielder? Why would you bring in the center fielder? He's, in theory, your fastest guy. I know. The I, most it, it, I mean, I, my yeah, my take on that would just be he has to probably be the only one. That, I bet the other two kids 
no offense to the other two kids, probably just suck. But it's still completely. where where he was. It was such an awkward throw if he if it came to him, which it didn't. But I'm like, well, you... if you put him right behind the pitcher, more or less, then if he's just there to throw it home, it's probably not that awkward. That's exactly where he was, but it was still a weird throw. No, been... I mean, but it's kind of a weird throw. Like if it's a straight on throw, it's the same left or right. It's yes and That's no, sort of. But yeah, you don't have to no, you're I... turning your body either way. Just except if he feels it, he's he's like defago. But you're right. I mean, you're not. No, gonna... it's weird for the catcher to receive the throw more than anything because it's going to come off totally different yeah. than he's used to from a, a regular fielder. I have to assume the right fielder is useless and the left fielder is probably too slow to stop. Yeah, the ball. that's kind just, of what I. The game itself was bizarre, but anywho, we're not here to talk about that. Um, um, we have three minutes. So we'll recap. The only thing the I'm going to say about the not... Minnesota Twins. Oh, my God, they're so bad. Is, thank God they went and signed all those pitchers. And what they need to do next is fire everybody on the training staff. And maybe they'll be okay. I don't understand it. I, I There's never in the history of sports been a team with this many injuries. I mean, now, Correa's got a bruised finger, and he can't play. Now, Buxton has not been on the DL, but he's missed, like, 43% of the games. So, of course, he has. I think it's quite that. Yeah, how is that? No, I think it is. No, that's not my stat. I saw saw the tweet yesterday. He missed 37% of the games without landing on the IL. Well, the one today said 43, so they must have calculated last night's game into that. Yeah, it's great. But then he played today, so. Oh, he is? He was in the lineup today. Now he's back down to 37%. Yeah, he's back. Jesus, yeah. What? How? How sad. That is. I, I thought it was about a third. That's the only reason I said forty. Whatever. No, I. It, it said thirty-seven. No, I, it's, I, it's still a lot. To, yeah, and then they. But went. to be fair, they're intentionally for. They were intentionally for a while keeping him out of every third or fourth game. No, I, I get it. Hurt, which I get. It didn't matter. I completely. Yeah, I would. I'm happy they signed all those pitchers because they're all gonna clearly, except for the like guys that are actually good, come and go and. But they're all hurt, so we needed eight and a half, you know, good enough starters. So thank God they signed them all. Um, and you got one or two good starts out of most of them, and then say thank you for your, thank you for your service. Um, yeah, the loons actually started the game, too. They they get, it was one one when that game was called. Oh my god. Um, we have now about a minute. Do you have any wild thoughts? I, I'm a, I'm a little distraught. I have to be honest. Um, I mean, we knew this Dumba. Was- Dumba oh, needs to go. Uh, and that, that's, I mean, uh, Spurgeon played bad last game. I mean, our defense has been horrible. The whole defensive core was absolutely atrocious. Lurie has had horrible rebound control. He's made some all right good saves, but his rebound control is horrible. And have horrible rebound control plus horrible defense. Who can't bad, pick up? It, a it, it's been a rough. Com- yeah, it's not a good combination. Com- and then in addition to that, our second and third leading scorers in Fiala and Hartman in the regular season have put up eggs too, uh, which has not helped. I think we, I think, I mean, besides, I'm not trying to be funny. I, I, I think we have like, in five games, we have probably what, 12 goals maybe, which isn't, you know, it's not, not a lot, but I, I think that's probably more or less right. I think Kaprizov has seven and yep. Eric Sinek has three. Yeah. And like, uh, you need somebody else to score. It's as simple as that. You can talk about Flurry hasn't been perfect. The decor has had their lapses. But, like, last night when that game was 2-1, that needed to become 3-1. And one other person needed to step up. But well, if we had gotten it to 3-1, it probably would have been over. 
And the thing is, too, is, yes, our defense let them have open chance in the slots, but the Blues defense also let Goudreau have open chances. Fiala have an open chance, but he can't get the puck off his stick. He had one shot the entire game, and he's our Fiala, third leading Goudreau was just missing the net. Fiala, it was to the point where, like, he didn't even get the shot off. I mean, it was it's tough to watch, actually, at this point for him. I sort of feel bad because he had such a good end of the season and earned himself, you know, that he, he I mean, he earned it, and then he just has been so bad. But the only thing I'll say about the goalie thing is, you know, you, you can argue about who they could have – who they should have put in at some point anyways. But I think it's, unless you are able to pull the series out, it's probably too late to bring Talbot into this series because he's been sitting in there cold for five games, however long that is. And it seems like you're asking for trouble to put a goalie in that cold and in what become two must-win games. But if you can get through the series, I give them, I give them a shot in either game two or game three of the next series. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, we're not gonna get, we're not gonna shut St. Louis out the way our defense is playing. Even if a goalie stands on his head, he's not, he's gonna allow more than one goal. And so we need our offense to show up either way. And so the goalie thing, in theory, yes, it will matter. Maybe allowing goal number four, or number three, but our offense needs to show up, and it's been horrible. Yeah, no, and it, like you said, it can't just it, it. The second, third leading scores, the guys that. We had six 20-goal scorers on the team. No, we got one-and-a-half guys that can score right now. And don't get me wrong, that one is incredible. I mean, I think if, if nothing else, if nothing else, two things from this season, we'll do a full moratorium in this sense. But one, Kaprizov has, was worth every penny, and I know people were concerned that he didn't even have a full season. I think he's proved all of that wrong. Uh, two, the more that starts to come out about Parisi and Suter, I mean, it's clear this team probably wouldn't be where they are this year with them. So who cares about the money? But the more you start to hear about them, the more I think it's clear why. And I think the more you have to say it was the right call to probably just cut ties and, and move on. Some of this new stuff about Suter is not yeah, that horrible. Parisi gets another coach fired. I mean, it's it hasn't been great with those two. So I think if nothing else, you can at least look and say, you know, what, that was probably that was probably the right decision, even though financially it's going to be a bit tough. It was it was time. So Memphis is up twenty without John Moran. Well, of course, maybe they should get rid of him. <laughs> I you know you know what's funny? No one will ever say that about him for some reason. I promise you, if this was happening with Cat, everybody would be talking about trading. Oh well, I think we should get rid of him too. But we got hey, can I just say one thing? If you're a loyal listener of the show. And everything you said about the Wilds true, and I know it's disappointing. If you're a loyal listener of the show, we told you a month and a half ago, once it was very clear that we had to play St. Louis, that if we won a game, we'd be lucky. They probably were going to get swept, which they didn't. We were wrong. But Not only done. did they win one game, they won one in St. Louis. I think they yeah. were the and, first and now, time ever against right. Peru. And now it's over. They, they're a team they can't beat, don't beat, won't beat, and didn't beat. End of story. I mean, we told you. I, that's why I have nothing to say. I don't watch it because I knew it was going to happen. We told you. It is crazy. However, I mean, it, it is just the Blues at this point. We can beat the Avalanche. We can beat the Flames, who are the number two team in the conference. We can beat every top team in the East. Oilers, Kings, both in the playoffs. We beat Predators. We were 500 against this year. But the Capitals, the Hurricanes, like every other playoff team, we essentially beat up on all year 
except the Blues. It just doesn't. I mean, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I, I will never understand it. It's in. It is legitimately inexplicable. Yeah. Ever. I mean, every other team. We've beaten Toronto. We've beaten Edmonton. We've beaten Florida. I think we split with this year. We only played them twice, but the Rangers. I think we beat multiple times. It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. No, I know. It, but we told you. St. Well Louis for whatever reason. Well, I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Anyways, that's our not show. Not surprising. Yeah, I mean, not surprising. No, that's our show. Uh, the weather has subsided, so if I do want to get some of those delicious wings, but not oh, wings. Oh, nice. Happy for Delicious uh, fries I can, but not sure I totally want to go out. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, that's about it, right? Yeah. So net, wait, I'm can, so net, next week are you, are you two will be we'll together? Have to do, we'll have to figure out next week. Yeah, there's we'll, so I'll, much, have our, I'll have my people play. There's so much to figure out because I got games at the kazoo because we keep getting rained out. Um, and then Sam, stand the line because uh, I'll tell you the story. Yeah. But before, but after, before that happens, stay tuned for the hottest radio show on the planet, Connor's Corner, right now on WFNU or disregard that if you're listening to our podcast. Bye-bye. Then you